Hello, I'm Afia Salter, and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, hot stuff, and welcome back to your favorite podcast in the world, the Manifest Edit Podcast. How are you this, whatever day it is for you in the world? I am back in sunny Melbourne. <laughs> I actually say sunny Melbourne, it is sunny outside, but I woke up today this morning and the rain was hammering down, and I actually, the rain I actually enjoy, I do kind of enjoy when it's raining really heavily, but the temperature, ah, the temperature is a different story, and coming from 27 degrees pretty much solidly throughout the day to Melbourne varying from 12 to 3 degrees. It was a a culture shock, let's just put it that way. But I have officially been back from Bali now for four or five days and these past few days, let me tell you, have been like so much fun, heavily sleep deprived and at the same time I'm feeling like so energized and in such a playful fun mood. I want to catch you up on so many things and that's why I thought I would do this episode about how to manifest your dream trip in five steps and yes absolutely those five steps are going to be centered around the vibes method for aligned manifestation my go-to manifestation method and although it has become a very integral part of my life so that I'm not necessarily consciously thinking about each of these five steps so much. I know that if you are new to this, it is easier sometimes just having that outline and having those prompts so you know like how to get started. Manifesting travel is one of my absolute favorite things to manifest. I have manifested trips, whether it's solo trips. One, In fact, a couple of years ago, me and my friend even manifested a free holiday from a competition. So I'm going to tell you how you can manifest free travel. I'm going to tell you how to make your trip just the ultimate dream trip, whether you're traveling with a friend or you're traveling with someone else. This is the go-to episode. And even if you don't have a trip planned right now, but maybe later this year or one day in the future, it's something that you'd like to think about, then this is the episode for you anyway. And you can live vicariously through the travel stories that I'm going to weave in between. So if you have been keeping up to date with the podcast recently, you will know that I was in Bali. If you haven't been keeping up, that's fine. I'm going to give you a rundown anyway. So a couple of weeks ago, I decided to, in fact, it wasn't even a couple of weeks ago, in October last year, I decided to go on a trip to Bali. I've been to Bali a couple of times before. So if I'm being completely honest with you, I didn't like hugely... It wasn't somewhere that I was like desperate to return to, but I was desperate to leave the country because I hadn't been anywhere since 2019, given the global situation in the world. And one of my friends had not been there and she really wanted to go. And I was like, oh, it'll be fun to experience it with someone else and I can show her around, show her some fun things. We can do some fun things together. So I was just excited to go. Also, booking a trip in October is something I would never do. I'm someone who is super last minute when it comes to trips. I usually book a trip a month, a couple of months before, and that's good for me because my schedule moves around a lot and I'm not sure where I want to go or what I want to be doing, and the closer it is, it's, it's more easy for me to figure that out, so I'm not like an advanced trip planner, but we had this trip on the books since October, and I wasn't actually going to share this on the podcast because I didn't want to I didn't want to make it a whole thing, but I think it's important to the relevance of the story and manifesting travel. So... <laughs> 
history repeats itself sometimes and three weeks before my friend and I were due to go on this trip she she asked me something that was overstepping the boundaries of our relationship it made me feel disrespected and I don't want to go too much into it but it just it just went against it went against my boundaries it went against my values and so I decided to go on the trip by myself instead and yeah so it was something that I've been super looking forward to for six months going on this trip with one of my close friends ultimately when it came down to it going on that trip with a friend would have meant compromising my own values and going against my own boundaries and although it was a challenging decision to make ultimately like that has to come first my own values and boundaries have to come first and I knew that if I went against that then I would just be resentful both to myself and my my friend so I decided to go on the trip by myself which was not ultimately what I wanted I wasn't planning on going on another solo trip but I was just also excited to be leaving the country and so from the moment I knew it was a solo trip I was it changes the trip it does change the trip quite significantly if you're traveling alone to if you're traveling with a friend so step number one of like manifesting your dream trip has to be embodying the vibe has to be getting aligned with your values and even from making that decision to make it a solo trip as opposed to going with that person was setting those wheels in motion okay what are my values and when it comes to connection when it comes to freedom when it comes to how I want to be treated in relationships and so when you are planning your dream holiday, your dream trip, before even deciding like any of those minute details, just think about like on a broader level, like what is important to you? If you are someone who like loves lounging by the beach or if you're someone who loves being caught up in the hustle and bustle of a city, like you need to know what is important to you in order to make sure that the decisions that you make moving forward are in alignment with your values. So embodying the vibe of your higher self looks like having honest conversations with yourself about what you truly want this is always something that I say that you have to do before you set any specific intentions it's just like getting yourself into the vibe like if I was my the truest version of myself if I was living a life that was like so in alignment with my values what would I be doing when I ask myself this question and actually this was a values that aligned with my friend we're like yeah we would be living living in Melbourne and traveling when we wanted to I'm also like allergic to winter so my ideal setup that I am working towards is living in Melbourne for like nine eight nine months of the year and then spending those other three to four months living somewhere significantly warmer like that is the dream that I have for my life and so doing this trip is something that aligned with that those values I had next setting intentions I had I think three three major intentions of what I wanted to manifest on this trip and I'm smiling because it's just ah, the way that everything happened was so magical and it just really goes to show the importance of setting those intentions and feeling feeling some type of way about the intentions that you're setting as well like I was telling all my friends I'm like this is what's gonna happen when I'm on the trip it's gonna be amazing gonna be so juicy I cannot wait blah blah blah. I just knew like this is this is what I'm going on this trip for this is absolutely what's happening so I think there was a business goal there was a um, friendship related intention and then there was there might have been there was a romantic one in there as well but I don't kiss and tell especially on, on my immortal podcast but all you need to know is that I manifested everything I set out to manifest, okay? And the reason that I manifested everything I set out to manifest was because I I just knew, like, I felt so strongly that 
this is what I'm going on this trip for, this is what's going to happen, I have made the decision, anything else is laughable. And that was like how solid and secure I was in things. And the other thing was that I developed this level of really being excited and passionate about the intentions I was manifesting, but also detaching myself. And there was one point that I got to where I realized like I was really attaching myself to one of the intentions I'd set. And it was kind of giving me this like obsessive energy. And I was like, whoa, this is actually not how I want to want to be feeling the energy that I want to be putting into. I'm just going to like relax, release and trust like things are going to happen however they're supposed to happen. What the fuck was that? Some weird bird sounds. <laughs> anyway, uh, after I released, after I let go, the final intention came through within 48 hours, 48 hours. And the way that it happened was just so unlikely as is often the case with, with manifestation. So when it comes to setting intentions, I love to use a process which I call manifest and reflect. And actually you can grab that workbook by heading to the show notes. And this is the process that I take all my clients through, whether they are in the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind, we're working together one-on-one, or it's something that they want to go through by themselves by purchasing the workbook. And in this, it's it's my exact intention setting process for setting intentions at the beginning of the month, reflecting on my intentions at the end of the month and everything that happens in between. And what I love the most about this process is that it's scientific, it's spiritual and strategic. It's helping you rewire your neural pathways. There's the science. It's helping you strategically lay out. These are the intentions I want to set. And then the spiritual is that connection to your higher self, universe, guides in order to set these intentions. So if setting intentions around travel is something that you want to do and you want to manifest all these epic experiences while you're traveling, and I can share with you some of them, not all of them are kiss and tell situations, but I can share with you some of them this workbook is going to be your gateway to do it because it's not just for setting intentions to travel it's literally setting intentions what is this fucking bird doing i'm sorry i live like very high in the sky in my apartment building i don't know where this this bird has arrived from this is kind of creeping me out um it's not just for setting intentions to travel it's for setting intentions for every facet of your life so i recommend that moving on to step three of the fives method which is energetic blocks and boundaries so this is limiting beliefs this is trauma this is past experiences this is anything that says no you can't when you show up for yourself and you say this is exactly what i want and this is who i want to be for me my energetic blocks and boundaries were kind of around the trip turning from a friend's trip girl's trip to a solo trip pretty last minute and having to make some changes and also when you when you're traveling alone it essentially does double the cost of accommodations and things like that so you know there was a little bit of resistance there initially that I was like oh fuck now that and I feel like the older I get the more of a princess life I want to live as well so five years ago it would have been I I wouldn't have cared just to stay in a hostel and spend like six to ten dollars a night somewhere where I'm staying but the older I get the more I value my sleep my comfort my own space and also now that I work for myself it's not practical to be sharing a room with six people and then going and doing some work because you just don't have the personal space to do that also I just I just didn't want to share a room with other people I just wanted my own space so 
those were the blocks and kind of resistance that was coming up for me. I was like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be more expensive. Or should I, should I choose to go somewhere else? Because Bali was never like top of my list to revisit because I have already been there a couple of times. And oh, this was supposed to be a girl's trip and now it's going to be a solo trip. Those are things that were kind of ruminating around my head. I processed those. I worked through those. And it actually wasn't until I was on the trip itself that I did let go of some of the uh, anger that I had been holding on to. And I realized that what I thought was anger was actually just pain. I was ups- I was upset that this had, you know, I'd lost a friendship and I was masking it as anger. But when I actually like had a word with myself, I was actually in the, I was in the taxi, I was leaving the airport and I was looking out the window and then I, it just hit me. I was like, oh, I'm not actually angry. I'm sad. And I was just using the anger to mask the feelings of being sad because I didn't want to feel the sadness. And then coming to that realization, I actually just like allowed myself to be sad about the situation. I was like, yeah, you know what? It would have been a really beautiful trip with my friend and it's okay to be sad about that. And I can't wait to have a fucking amazing time by myself. <laughs> and it pretty much went like that. So I was in the in the in the in the taxi, having having my moment, feeling a little bit sad, and I get to my villa. I get to my villa, all of that dissolves. I'm like, this, this palace is where I'm staying for the next three to four days shut up and I arrived pretty late at night so it was like 11 p.m so it was still dark outside but this place was like bigger than my actual apartment where I actually live and because I was doing things last minute all that was left when I went to book accommodation for this one particular place that I really liked was a two-bed villa obviously I'm one person I don't need accommodation for four people but this place looked amazing it looked amazing in the pictures it looked so much better in real life so it had like a pool it had a living area if you go to my instagram highlight stories you can see it like so it had the pool it had a living area it had two bedrooms two bathrooms a bath overlooking the outside it was just beautiful and i remember sitting on the sofa outside i just arrived it started raining and i was like holy shit i'm so excited to be here if i could bottle that feeling and just drink drink from that every day oh it's like um you know that Felix Felixis, is that how you pronounce it, from Harry Potter when he drinks that potion and then his whole day is just amazing. That was how I felt when I arrived. I was in such high energy and I wouldn't have been able to get to that point if I hadn't allowed myself to work through the energetic blocks and enforce those strong boundaries. And the energetic boundaries didn't really just end there for me. They came up throughout the trip. And one of those ways was in actually doing the things I wanted to do. So for example, when I first started traveling solo, I felt peer pressure to do a lot of things I didn't actually want to do for the sake of being around other people. So like going on like hiking things or going to places that I didn't necessarily want to go to, but I just felt like obliged to go because I wanted to hang out with people or I didn't want to say no. Whereas now obviously you're only there for a set amount of time and you want to make the most of your time you want to make the most of your money you want to make the most of your experiences so straight up I think the in in fact even the first night I'd arrived in my villa I'm sitting in bed I'm downloading Bumble and I'm making my Bumble BFF profile swipe it swipe 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 it and in my profile I'm extremely direct I'm saying the kind of experiences I want to have what I'm up for how to get in contact with each other blah 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 And by the next day, I've already made some Bumble BFF connections. And within that first couple of days, I've already met 
someone off of Bumble and over the course of the time that I spent in Bali I actually went and ended up going on like five or six Bumble BFF dates and all of them were so much fun so because I was super intentional about what kind of holiday I wanted to have the kind of experiences I want to have the kind of people that I wanted to be around it made it so easy to connect with people to the point where even on my first full day I was sitting outside having an ice cream and someone pulled up on the side of the road and invited me out to dinner like experiences were just like flowing so easily and effortlessly and there wasn't really a single time period where I felt lonely I didn't actually spend that much time by myself on this trip which is fine um I mean it's better than fine I really I really enjoyed meeting loads of new people and connecting with a lot of people there have been other trips where I've certainly spent more time by myself than I did on this trip so I was really intentional about what I wanted and it served me so so well so I cannot impress the importance of those intentions but also the energetic boundaries because while you're giving your time and your energy away to the things that don't serve you it's taking the time and energy away from the things that do so for example I went to this gig I went to see Rudimental and it was an hour and a half away by motorbike from where I was staying by the way I don't drive a motorbike myself I just get like the motorbike taxi because I'm, I'm too afraid to drive I'd rather just just be feel safe with someone else doing it so after this event finishes it's like 1 2 a.m and I go back to this kind of like after party situation chilling hanging out and then the people are like oh you can stay here like just stay here and <laughs> yours is so, so far away can't be getting a motorbike at this time of night and I'm like eh, actually I do want to go back and sleep in my own bed even though it's more of a hassle I just want to be in my own space so get a motorbike back which was so cold I do not recommend getting a motorbike at 2am without a jumper or a jacket because that cold air um, I'm not going to forget that anytime soon so I get back to mine and I have like three four hours sleep and then I wake up and a girl that I have met through my Bumble BFF date so I went for dinner with a girl I met on Bumble BFF and she brought a friend along so the friend that she brought along was like hey it's my last day in Bali do you want to go on an adventure with me can you be ready in like 30 30 minutes to an hour essentially I was like yeah so keen let's do this we went on this amazing motorbike ride um, we drove to Ubud, we went to this waterfall, we went to this beach club in the jungle called Oma, we went out for lunch, we did so many cute things and had such great conversations together, which would not have happened if I'd have went against my energetic boundaries and just said, yeah, you know what, I'll just stay here because it's easier, even though that's not what I actually want to do. If I'd have stayed in Uluwatu the night before, I wouldn't have been able to go on that trip. So, Good things come from sticking to your guns. For step number four, we have a balancing your feminine and masculine energy, which looks at taking action inside of your manifestation process. I took a lot of action, like I said earlier, from day, like my first couple of hours, I'm already on Bumble BFF, like swiping like a maniac, like who are the people that I'm going to hang out with? Who are going to be my friends here? I was taking actions in the directions of my dream. I knew that it was a priority for me to meet people and hang out with people. I actually had one trip in Japan where I spent so much of that trip alone and I wouldn't say it was a bad experience but I definitely wish I would have been more connected so going into this I knew like exactly how I wanted to feel and surrounded by people making all of these new connections so that's why I went straight into meeting up with people on on Bumble and so taking action both in the forms of meeting people going out, deciding on experiences I wanted to do, booking beautiful places that I wanted to stay at because I knew like 
if I'm in this energy of this place, I'm going to feel this type of way. And oh, something else that was a fun thing that I wanted to manifest on this trip was like, I want to manifest upgrades, I'm manifesting all the free upgrades. And I got two, not one, but two upgrades on the course of my trip. One of them was a upgrade from my, I was staying in this one bed villa in the same place where my initial palace was. So I'd moved from the two bed villa to a one bed villa and this one bed villa was so nice it was like almost nicer than the two bed one it had like a pond when you walked in with fish it had a swimming pool that wrapped around the whole um villa the bedroom was in the middle like an island it was so cool and i was supposed to change rooms halfway through and then they were like oh you know what we're just going to keep you in this room which was so convenient and i just i love that it was probably one of if not my favorite villa that I stayed in the whole time and then the second upgrade was I went back to this place that I'd stayed in Ubud earlier on in the trip and rather than staying in a one bedroom which is what I had last time just like an individual hotel room they upgraded me to a one bedroom villa so I had a pool I had the living area again had my own room it was great it was it was so fun So yeah, those are fun things that happened from the course of balancing that masculine energy with the feminine flow of trusting and just like allowing things to happen and just being in that flow state. I felt for the majority of the trip, things really were just flowing for me and I can have a tendency to default to being a bit neurotic and feeling the need to like control every single little aspect. And so sometimes I have to remind myself to drop back into my feminine because that's like where I feel most alive and where I feel most myself. And when I feel stressed, that's when I find myself like trying to be in my masculine, but not necessarily in a positive way. So on on um, on holiday well I say holiday but I was I was working as well but I felt very in tune to noticing like what kind of energy I was acting out of how my body felt how my mind felt how I was doing I was just super in tune to all of those things and I felt like being in in tune with my masculine and feminine energy allowed me to call in the things I wanted to manifest and despite the fact that I'm traveling around the world well traveling around Bali, traveling around Indonesia and having all of these experiences and getting to play and have fun and meet all these people. I'm still working at the same time and I had one of the best months I've had in my business because I was allowing and I was flowing and I was in that beautiful blend of masculine and feminine energy and I was allowing myself to connect with my higher self and you'll notice me saying allowing a lot because something I notice is that we have the answers we have the energy we have the know-how we have the power sometimes it's just allowing ourselves to tap into that to access what's fully possible and the final step of the vibes method and using it to manifest my dream trip is surrender and this is one that Initially, the first week and a half, I was total surrender mode. I was like, I am so open to beautiful people and beautiful experiences. And a week and a half in, I realized that I actually wanted to extend my trip. Rather than staying for two and a half weeks, I just felt like that wasn't going to quite be enough. I wanted more. So I ended up staying actually for close to a month. And so yeah, it was like four or five days shy of a month. And within the last week, the energy shifted a little bit where I felt like I was trying, like I was being too much the puppet master of like meticulously uh, trying to cultivate experiences rather than allowing for the flow and the surrender. 
and that was such as something that I kind of evolved over the past week is that I had had such an amazing first two and a half weeks that I felt like this this next week has to like live up this has to be equally good or even better blah 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 and I realized I was actually beginning to put pressure on myself pressure on the experiences I had to be a certain way rather than just allowing and then when I came to that realization I was like oh okay I need to pull back a bit and just like surrender release and just like kind of let things flow as I did that what do you know the next few days just flowed so beautifully and it was a really great end to my trip minus that 12 hours 12 hours of food poisoning that I had where I felt like I was gonna die it was horrendous but even still luckily that was the day before I was leaving in fact like yeah just like the last half of the day before I was leaving so I'd done pretty much every single thing I wanted to do except have a foot massage I had envisioned that night that I was gonna have a foot massage and read some Harry Potter and I couldn't do that because I was in bed with horrific stabbing pains but the next morning when I woke up I've heard that food poisoning last like a few days but the next morning when I woke up I actually felt okay like I didn't feel like I wanted to eat anything ever again but I felt good so I got to go and have my massage and that was great because it was literally just across the road from where I was staying so if you are in the process of manifesting your dream trip you're thinking about a trip that you want to have either sometime soon or you know you've already got some things booked in or you're hoping to manifest a trip coming up here are some things to bear in mind make sure that whether you're traveling alone or whether you're traveling with someone else that you are picking a trip that you are going somewhere that is aligned with the values of what you actually want to experience obviously there has to be a degree of compromise when you're traveling with other people but just bear in mind like how do I want to feel on this trip like if I was living in like the deepest level of alignment in my life where would I be going what kind of things would I be doing what kind of people would I be surrounded by be so clear on that and and have that in the back of your mind. Next, set intentions of what you would like to happen on the trip. And third, work through any energetic blocks and boundaries that's coming up for you. Have some boundaries, whether that's boundaries on your trip where, so something for me was, if I was gonna be traveling with my friend, it was important for me that we had days where we were doing our own things as well. Not entire days, but like I I was creating space where like, hey, if you wanna go off and do this one day and maybe I wanna stay in and work or you wanna stay in work, I wanna go off and do this one day, we have total space to do that and communicate that super upfront at the beginning of our trip because although I was on holiday and traveling for fun, I was also working for the majority of the trip as well. In fact, I was actually working more than I, I work when I'm here because I had Queen Energy run the entire time that I was away which was my three-week embodiment program. And then also I ran a masterclass on your shift, which was on overcoming self-sabotage. Then also had the Conscious Alchemy Mastermind. Then had my, my social media presence podcast episodes. So I was doing all of those things while I was still away traveling and on holiday. So having, creating space was very important for me inside of that. Thinking about taking action, whether that is booking that trip that you said would be your dream adventure that you want to do while you were there, whether that's meeting people and connecting with people. Because by the way, whether you're traveling with friends or not, I noticed on Bumble BFF that a few of the people were, they're not solo travelers looking for friends. They are couples of friends, couples of friends, <laughs> couples, two friends or a few friends also looking just to link up with other friends. So some of the people I met off Bumble BFF were not on their own. They were with other friends and I was like the additional new person that they, they wanted to introduce into their friendship, which, which was pretty fun and 
I met some additional people that way too. I think something that's really fun as well about taking action when you are on a trip is that you, there's just something where you're just more energetically in tune. So you're like, oh, I feel called to do this, or maybe I should take this direction or do this thing. And you can't entirely see like, why you are doing set thing yet but it all becomes abundantly clear later on so my other advice to you when it comes to balancing your feminine and masculine energy when it comes to taking action and travel is is trust the nudges even if they don't make logical sense like say goodbye to logic and just <laughs> say goodbye to reason not total reason but just go along with what feels right for you for so for example extending my trip wasn't necessarily like um logically didn't make a lot of sense because I had things to do when I came back here obviously the money that it would cost to cancel my flight to extend my trip all those kinds of things logically on paper it was not necessarily a good decision but intuitively my soul was like hell yes I want to do this it's gonna be so fun blah 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 and I, I, I made that decision intuitively rather than logically. Obviously, it wasn't going to like bankrupt me or anything staying for an extra week. Um, it, it wouldn't, nothing terrible would happen. But, you know, when you go through logical reasons, you do find yourself trying to dissuade yourself from what your heart actually wants to do. And I did not allow that to stop me. And then finally, when it comes to surrender, listen, things things are not always going to go to plan. I didn't anticipate getting food poisoning. I did not anticipate my flight being delayed by five hours, being already at the airport and spending seven hours at the airport with no Wi-Fi, nothing to do, recovering from food poisoning. Didn't expect that. I didn't expect to get burned by a motorbike on my first few days. Um, in my first few days there when I had photo shoots planned, didn't intend for any of those things. I didn't intend for there to be a bat that visited my villa and shat in the living room from time to time. Didn't intend for there to be any of those things. And previously I would have got really wrapped up in things that didn't necessarily go to plan or things that didn't go as expected. But the more you can just like release and let go and say like, okay, this is not the end of the world. And I think on my first ever solo trip, I was like, as long as I have a passport, as long as I have money, as long as I have my insurance, <laughs> there's, there's nothing that terrible that could happen. And maybe that doesn't sound like that positive an outlook, but that always has served me really well to be like, okay, I've got some money, I've got my passport, this is this is either fixable or this will either be over soon if it's drastic food poisoning. <laughs> so... And, and yeah, that's that's how I manifested my dream trip to Bali, how you can manifest your dream adventure, whatever you are going to, feeling into that, those values and what you want to happen, setting those powerful intentions. And as I said, I'll put the link for the Manifest and Reflect workbook in the show notes so you can grab yourself a copy of Manifest and Reflect and set your intentions that way too. Making sure that you are firm in your energetic boundaries and where you want your time, your money to go, putting in the action and surrendering to all all of, all of the beautiful things that are going to happen to you. And this is just my experience from one trip. We could we would be here all day if I spoke about some of my other trips. But let me know if you would like me to do further podcast episodes either on manifesting my move to Australia where I've been living now for the past 6 years from Scotland or whether you'd like me to talk about manifesting free travel experiences because I have done some free experiences that were incredible as well or even if you just want to hear 
more about the Bali trip like I don't want to go on and on about my own experiences because I could talk about them all day but if that is something you're interested in I always love to hear from you and you can just dm me on instagram and let me know which of the travel topics you would like me to talk more on and I can certainly if I have time and if it sounds exciting and interesting and I actually want to talk about it absolutely I will record an episode on it Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 